Oh, you know what? I uh, I added notes, but I didn't actually change the date because I thought I don't remember us talking about foreign workers sleeping in a Burger King. Mm-hmm. About there was uh, so um, some Burger King do. in Canada. There was a bunch of foreign workers sleeping in it. Like for fun? Uh, I mean, I, I <laughs> no. you know, I, well, I mean, it's Alberta, right? So I mean, what else do you do for fun? <laughs> Okay, so on Friday, someone posted a variant of, like, you know the, the original, like, the, this is like an internet question. It's like, who would win in a fight? Um, 50, uh, sorry, f- one horse-sized duck or 50 <laughs> duck-sized horses? Yeah. And... I always went with the 50, uh, 50 duck-sized horses, because you can kick them. And they won't be relentless, like, I mean... You're asking which can win, or because the question is who can win, not who can lose. Oh, it, I mean, I, I thought I always thought it was who would you want to fight? No, no, no. That was. I think there's variants of yeah. every one okay. of these questions, but I think it started out as verses, like who out of these two. Oh, right, 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 right. And like the thing that like 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 there's no other like there's no debate. Come at me, tweet at me at El Queso Famoso, but. The bird, the fucking horse-sized duck, with the wing fucking power on that thing could knock all those horses all over the way. Like, oh, 100%. <laughs> like, yeah, like the, the horse-sized the, ducks have... You, the duck's gonna win. The duck could kick them. Yeah, the duck's just... Or duck-sized horses, sorry. Yeah, they'd be fucked. It'd be... It's, it's just no contest. Anyways, you have this uh, this new version of the so question. This is new version. Yeah. So the variation is, you get to pick two, and the two that you pick will defend you, the rest is coming to kill you. Right. So there's 50 bald eagles. Yeah. 10 crocodiles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Three great gra- grizzly bears. Seven water buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> wildebeests, whatever the hell they're called. Um, one hunter. 15 wolves. 10,000 rats. Five gorillas. Four lions. Now... I've, this is like this, these are the things you gotta always wonder with these questions, yeah. right? Like, like, let's say you pick the hunter, right? Like, what's he firing with? Is it like a single shot, like a hunting rifle, or is it like like a, he can just use like automatic weapons and grenades right. and stuff? Like, is he does he have a tranquilizer gun that can just knock out I, all the things? I, I like, think he's just a person. M- my question is, what does what does the terrain look like? Because if I could like hike up in a tree, that like half those animals are already like screwed. If me and the hunter, because the hunter's already on my team, even yeah. if he just has a gun with like a six shooter, and, and that's it, that'd be the worst. Then he'd be fucked. A six shooter, you could. Yeah, but I a mean, a bunch of rats are swarming you. Yeah, like... but I mean, okay, I guess it'd be kind of weird. So I mean, I'd almost want to take like the rats, the thousand, the ten thousand rats, and the hunter, and just hike up in the tree because I don't want the rats after me. The rest of them, I couldn't get... But then there's other things that climb trees. Is there a tree, is what I'm asking. Uh, I think you're thinking a little too much into this. Cause I like, know. I, yeah, like, well, I mean, I, how else am I supposed to think about it? Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm Don't just saying, like, it. like... I'm just saying it's more like... Let's assume let's assume terrain advantage. Let's right. say Let's yeah. say there is a tree, and there's or, or a hill with, like, a 90% incline, like... Or ninety degree, ninety incline. degree incline. Yeah, like or like so, uh, just like seventy cl- percent incline. Cliff? Okay, just like slight, li- like they could run up it, but like they'd really have to try. 
Yeah, okay. 70 degrees is pretty bad. It's like, the Grand Canyon is pretty sure is like at a 60. I mean, 70 degrees is still like this. So like, but are there, but are there also like, these are the variables you have to throw in this as well. Like, always right. makes me wonder. So like, let's say you pick uh, 50 bald eagles to kill the rats and, right. and attack other animals like wolves and whatnot. But let's say you pick five gorillas. Let's assume the gorillas are in heat. I like, mean, do you think that would change it that much? Like, do you think like? I mean, if they're oof. female, yeah, hundred percent. Have you ever seen a cat in heat? They're fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um. Oh shit. But let's also assume the hunter. Like, okay, the hunter is probably like one of the best picks to to work with because let's assume he uses like he has a full hunting like setup. So he's got like two rifles, a couple pistols, like blah blah blah, some yeah. ammo, like like. And maybe he can have it, it's portable, so he can bring it into the tree as well, right? right? I think he'd be able to, he'd be your best bet, because, like, he would just need, like, the rats, if you got, if you went with the hunter and the eagle, let's say, or the 50 eagles. See, that's what I was thinking, too. Right? Because yeah. then you get all the rats with the eagles, and then you and the hunter are just doming big Wolves animals left and, and right that aren't yeah. hard to really shoot at. Like the, the seven buffalo are kind of a pushover already, as it is. And same thing, kind of same thing with the crocs. I mean, like you couldn't. I mean, as soon as I mean, as soon as there's a tree involved. What if they're diamond crocs? So if you shoot at them, the bullets fly right back at you. Is that a thing? I don't know. Okay, fuck. That's good. <laughs> well, I mean, di I don't know. It could have been. Uh. Mm hmm. I would have said. I would have said. But you'd have to kill the bears first, right? Or tranquilize them at least, because the bears they can come climb. Up, yeah, they can climb up the, the they trees. Can trees. Same with gorillas. You have to trank the shit yeah. out of those bad boys. And I, so that's I, eight shots. Can you make eight shots before, let's say, they run from across a field towards you? Like, yeah. It, you know, like, what do I, I have? Do I'm just by myself, aren't I? But like, let's assume the hunter has like two rifles. Okay, right? you can pick right. one up. Like, hand one. Yeah. Like, assuming I'm a I'm a decent shot. Not exactly <gasps> a crack shot, but I could probably pick off a bear. Yeah, I guess the eagle would be the other best bet too, just because like, there's. There's no real way to deal with 10,000 rats. And, like, if you're posted up in a tree, like, with like the fucked. eagles, then then the rats can't really climb up the tree, and you can just wait for the eagles to, like, go to bed, wake up, kill more rats, go to sleep, wake up, kill more True. rats, like... Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's the way I see it. No, no, no. I, I, I can agree with that. My initial, my initial thought process was maybe... With the one hunter and the fifteen wolves. That was another one I had. I was thinking about. The wolves are just pretty nimble and like I mean, wolves are savages. They could, but then I got me thinking five gorillas is a lot because the gorilla's a fucking beast. It's pretty bad. The, the, the tigers, you know, fifteen wolves, four tigers, no problem. Fifteen wolves, three bears, easy. The crocodiles. Eh? I don't want to say no contest, but we have a hunter as well, right? So well, that's the thing. Can't like, sleep if on it's, a hunter. If it's a friggin', if it's a, a crocodile, like, what's he gonna do unless you're like literally like standing beside it and you're just like <laughs> not like, even kicking beside it in the it head in or something? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, so I mean, it's kind of no contest there, but but then the ten thousand rats is kind of like okay, that's actually a lot. That's a that's damn, problematic. Damn things. Even for fifty damn eagles, things. actually. Now that I think about it. I'd yeah. almost want to go 50, 50 eagles and 15 wolves, and I hide in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. 
Because the one hunter isn't going to do shit against. What if you went... What would happen if you got the rats? Could you kill the other things with, like... Like, let's say you pick 10,000 rats. Dude. Like, would they swarm it? Almost like a like cartoonish way where they... Or do they, like, form, like, a cartoon Voltron together? So, like... <laughs> that sounds fucking dope. Um, <laughs> but let's assume the rats can... Yeah, they can, like, they're piranhas, essentially. Yeah. Let's assume they're like that. That's what I'm thinking. Or, or even so, like, even if you, like, somehow were able to, like, survive in the tree for X amount of years <laughs> while the rats, like, created some plague that would wipe out all the other animals, like... Okay, now we're now we're talking about like germ warfare here. Yeah, so, we I mean could. that's it could be bio it could be a bio. I mean realistically warfare. you'd like beat half of Europe, but I mean that's still I don't know if I'm ready to wait. I mean how long did the bubonic plague last? I don't think I could I don't think I could sit that long in a tree. A while, right? Is it like a mango tree or something? Like is there food? <laughs> Do I have fruit? Well we still haven't paid, we still haven't really determined the locale, like No, I guess we just know there's a hill. Yeah. And there might be a tree. Could be an apple tree. Mm -hmm. But like we're talking like like think about the, all the other animals that there are involved in that. Like this would just have to be like this would have to happen at a zoo. Like, like this would be like a <laughs> zoo. The only place where it's possible, zoo like a zoo break. So, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Damn animals! Bang! <laughs> Thank God I got my wolves. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> like, aren't you gonna put those down after? No. So you're the guy. No, you're the wolf tamer. You're the guy who happens to work in the wolf pen. So they're cool with you. That's why that works. What about the eagles? What if you what if you're like the, the falconer and you just had like a glove and fifty of them landed on your glove at once and you're like, Go. Go. Ow. Super ripped. <laughs> I'm so hard it just hurts. <laughs> I'd love to go falconing, that'd be so sweet. Dude, I met a falcon, it was pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah, there is a lady that um she's like an animal training trainer and she would like rent out her like falcons and whatnot for productions like in the like in the All right, yeah. in Vancouver and it was cool because we got to meet like a few of her birds during the web fest. Which yeah, was nice because uh, there's a photo of me like uh, uh, terrified of the uh, fucking eagle. Not even terrified. I was smiling. I was like, "This is gangster as shit." Oh like, yes. Oh, which reminds me, um, someone. Uh, so, I, I know a couple people that are uh, that are you know. Currently trying to come up as musicians, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw that tweet I made, uh, but <clears throat> so this guy, I don't even know if this is like podcast appropriate, but so he kind of like talking about you know coming up and and you know struggling and trying to find a foothold in the industry in like a modern era, you know. So you know the modern era we're, we're a bit more. We're very much more like we we think we're a lot more thoughtful in the way that we do things, right? You just, the, the idea isn't just to spam stuff to everyone. You got to be, you got to think before you act, right? So it, it's I gotta find this tweet. I think it was something along the lines of like with track listings such as, and I'm quoting here: "These bitches need water and no money, no hose." And he's wondering why he doesn't have any kind of mainstream. Success, which I just the song the song the, the song name alone to me was really really was it was just so ridiculous. Like these bitches need water. Like to me, that's so funny. It's so ridiculous. I gotta say, like some of the like some of the people I've been introduced to that are making music videos that like or they at least want music videos made. 
they don't seem to understand like quite a bit of um like they it's like they don't treat themselves as a business no yeah like, so so they don't exactly so they go into it and they're just like oh you guys want to make my music video and it's like yeah that'll be like 2500 bucks or whatever exactly right? and they're just like oh well uh like that's a lot yeah okay i can figure that out da, da, da. and they like come back and then like this happened to like one of my buddies at west but the artist basically like the first day of production was like Oh, do you think it'd be cool if I like spent like your guys like like what I was gonna pay you guys on like luxury clothing for the music video? Right. And, and like my buddy looked at him, and he's like, "We're fucking done." Like, like he's just like, "I'm not doing this." They like, don't. It, that's exactly it. They don't treat themselves as a business. They don't. They're not. I mean, never mind like testing the winds, right? To see what what will work and what won't work, what is socially acceptable and what isn't socially acceptable. They just they just don't seem to care, or they're completely oblivious to it. I think part of it is as an artist, if you get some traction, you start doing some shows locally, blah, blah, blah. You start to think, well, this is it. I've made it. I know what I'm doing and I don't have to try anymore. And this is going to be great, which is a big problem because like. You think like, you found a niche. Yeah, but you but... you literally have just, you've like just gotten through the first barrier. Like there's still a lot of fucking barriers to go through. Like, yeah. No, Totally. And part of that barrier is is at least like putting your finger up to the wind and seeing if what you're about to say is palpable to the general public. I'm gonna have to bleep myself there Woo. at the beginning. Bleep. Unbelievable. Like it was like Chief Keef levels of bad. Like the track, like the name of the tracks on this mixtape. I'm like, dude, this is not gonna. I mean, sure, shit won't work around university campuses. I'll give you that much. But just like to the general public. That shit will not fly at all, well, it's and it's like, not cool either. Well, it's it's not cool, and it's like it's like I've been introduced to a few artists. Like before I moved to Vancouver, um, I was living in in Ottawa here, and like I'd be introduced to a few like artists, and their content was just like so like like. It was exactly what you said. It was like, oh, these hoes, blah, blah, blah. It's like, so high like, octane. It's, it's not it's even... It's so alpha-centric. It's like, my dick is here and you're going to suck it. Like, that's basically what I... Like, it's like, whoa. Like, like whoa, I was just here to listen to a music, like, a little song there. Like, right, yeah. Just, like, <laughs> just trying to listen to some tunes like, here. Like, I'm not trying to, like, get all fucking up in this. Like, local artists, y'all got to chill. But you know what? That's local artists from, like, the hip-hop genre of things because like most of the like let's say that i've met like pop punk artists i met like like metal artists like those guys are always down earth like they don't go oh, they're like this is great like there, there's something about the musical about there's something about the genre that wow this come wow this is dangerously close to like fox news rhetoric holy shit that hip-hop is just bad and wow i didn't realize how close i just got there hip-hop's not bad it's not it's, no it's, it that, it's that breaking into hip-hop is too easy like, okay. like, like that. At least that's my argument. Not, and I'm not saying breaking into being like popular, but I mean like writing your first song. Right. You don't need to know music theory. No, you don't. You just have to understand four over four timing. Yeah. Which is basic. Anyone and basic that syllable listens to song, boom, yeah. boom, tss, boom, boom, tss, boom, boom, tss, boom, boom, tss. like, like one, yeah. two, three. One two three four. One two three four. One two three four. Like, and then the like, next step up is actually becoming like a decent lyricist, but just writing a rhyme scheme that fits that scale is not difficult at all. Well, like like the simplest rhyme scheme is A B A B C D C D A F, and then looping that back over and over again. That's what I see the most in hip hop. Whenever whenever I hear like 
I gotta get the time with the rhyme. We're gonna get the... Like, we're gonna eat on... We're gonna eat messages and... Weren't all them stressing shit and like whatever like yeah. like something basic like that. I'm I'm terrible at rapping. Don't you just me. wrote a hit trap a hit trap song? Don't <laughs> a worry hit about trap it. Trap song. Yeah, but but it wasn't like, a three by four. So <laughs> I'm done. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished. Um, but uh, I forget where my where my point was going. Uh, the uh, breaking the the breaking level for um for hip hop. Well, like, like writing like a yeah, I guess like writing a rhyme scheme like can be it can be complicated, but if you're following like like it's funny because like A B A B C D C D A F um or A A or A E sorry not yeah sorry I've skipped a letter but A E and then back to A B A B C D C D like that's we've done that since Shakespeare like yeah. it's been like five hundred years like. 400 years like so I mean, there's a lot of ret- reading material there's a lot of like on the subject already honestly if you so want to get good that. at hip hop you have to understand how how plays work mm-hmm. and how like like or at least if you really want to understand how hip hop works you should look into Shakespearean cadence and delivery right because if you're able to use Shakespearean Shakespearean timing plus the rhyme schemes that he gets with when it gets really complicated where it's like a B C D A D Yeah B C like did it and it all somehow comes together at the end. You're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. This is awesome. And if you're able to do that, then like good for you. But the other thing is like what's palpable to audiences? Right. Because like if you're just rhyming incredibly complicated in a very technical sense, yeah. a lot of people are gonna be like, I don't get it. Like they're they're not gonna like look at it seriously because no, they're exactly, gonna think yeah. that you're just trying to sound. You're just you're sounding musical. You're sounding yeah. like this is just. It's kind of a base attempt at actually making music, versus actually putting in some thought and and having together a composition that is like good. That is that is a piece of work. You know. Don't get it twisted. Like writing lyrics is hard. Doing oh yeah, wrong, well, that's the thing, right? It, like I'm, I'm not telling. I'm not saying like every new artist is like a joke because they like they use a, like it's say an A B A B C D C D rhyme scheme, but like, but like, it's 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 very much like writing a new sitcom, right? And then just looking at old episodes of Seinfeld and going, "This is genius," and just, re- <laughs> and just rewriting the same the same like sketches, mm-hmm. like. It's been done. A lot of people are used to it now. It's not that they're bored of it. It's that they're used to it. Yeah. It's not impressive anymore. It's just whatever. Like, yeah. You know who I do like? Migos. I like the Migos because that three over four time is like different and fascinating to me. Like that three by three rhyme scheme mm-hmm. that they do all the time. Like just a different way of speaking. It has a different flow to it. Or uh, Kendrick Lamar does that on on DNA. He's just. It's just it, it's got a different rhythm to it because it's not the four by four that you're used to necessarily. Danny Brown like really like goes off of the four by four a lot. <laughs> if you want to listen to like good stuff that's not four by four, Danny Brown's a good starting point. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a couple. There's a couple Danny Brown songs on my like playlist, but I mean beyond like Radio Song and Grown Up, and I think I got a couple other ones. But I gotta listen to Monopoly. 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 All right. Yeah. Totally. Hundred percent. When I'm when I'm to throw your ass off the boardwalk. Uh, well, actually, so that whole like time signature thing is the same reason why I got so like ridiculously into prog rock. Like yeah. it's just so, 
Because, I mean, I, here's the thing. I don't Dude, know if, two over 16. I don't know if I have, like, a nerve. I, I, maybe it's a nervous tick. I don't know what it is, but I can't sit still on a bus, right? Like, I'm either air drumming with, like, my fingers or I'm tapping with my foot or something. I just can't sit still. And then, but when you're, when you're trying to do that, too. So, I was listening to uh, Gates of Delirium by Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... It's just impossible. It's not, it's not, I can't do it. Well, I mean, I can, I can do it now. I've sort of figured it out, right? You know when the time signature changes. So, but it's funny because, I mean, the Venture Brothers was this joke about how, like, oh, he changes the time signature so quick he might break your wrists. Like, while air drumming kind of thing. Uh, and it's totally like a thing. Like, you're like, air drumming, you're into it, you got your hands going and everything, right? I don't do it like that much on the bus. It's usually when I'm sat alone by myself. But yeah, and then it just like changed into like five over six, and you're like, wait, wait, what? And then you're just completely lost, and you just, and then it just changes out of nowhere. Yeah, it's, it, oh my god, it's so good. It's ridiculously long. Like 20 minute songs? Are you fucking kidding me? This is great. It's a great way to pace yourself while doing other remedial tasks. No, the best way to pace yourself <laughs> is to listen to our podcast. Mm. Am I right? Or that, yeah, it, it goes yes. Uh, Gates of Delirium and then the Gin and Tonic podcast right no, beneath no, no. it. You gotta switch those. Switch it around? Alright, yeah. Yes is yes is a G&T, close second. GT yeah. is a top. GT, top. then yes. Gates of Delirium. Good stuff. Wow. That's really neat. Yeah. Super fun. Wow, and I didn't realize it. I, I thought of so much this week. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I did not realize that. Wow, I'm drunk. Sorry. <laughs> Just call work, big. Fuck y'all. I ain't working no more. Yeah, I'm I know. Done I, with fucking, you I got so much shit to do tonight. This is gonna be ridiculous. Mario going to sleep. Oh fuck. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. No. Broken. What are those links you got hidden up there in your episode eleven? Uh, I think you're so hipping with it. Fuck. I have a couple links. Oh yeah, so uh, the people are at it again. I saw this ad, I think it was like for Chevrolet or something like that, and it was about how this family sold everything they have to road trip across Canada in a, like a car. Like, this is how great our car is, we want to spend months in our car and go everywhere in Canada. And I was like, wow, that is such a shitty, like, who the fuck actually does that? And, and my... They're basically the old crazy person on the sitcom at this point. Like, <laughs> I, I guess? I don't know, but basically the whole point of this ad... Was uh, you know what? Let me actually open it up on the fucking on the monitor. The whole point of this ad was that. <sighs> Let's just play the ad. We sold almost everything we own, and we packed up our Equinox, and we took off for a cross-country adventure with the kids. We started here in Cornwall, Prince Edward Island, and then we traveled all the way through Canada to Whitehorse, Yukon. We are the Parkin family. It has shaped us in a way that we are adventurous and we are seeking new and fun things to do and realize that there's more out there. Seeing the different landscapes of Canada was just incredible. Both of us as kids remember road trips we took and when life is so short, you don't want to wait. You want to experience that and you want to have memories that the kids will always remember. It really is more about all the experiences we have rather than all the things that you can fit into a house. It's more living life now. 
we experience it together. This is great. It's fucking great, dude. Okay, so can I just can I can I just point out, like I want to so I want to I want to talk about like ta like income brackets here. Um, oh fuck. Okay, so I, I want to talk about income brackets for a second. I feel like there's a big divide between people who can afford that Grand Caravan Cherokee, whatever the fuck it is, and people who can just like, oh, let's just give away everything that we fucking own, and then should fucking road trip across Canada with our, like, teenage kids who are probably still in school. Like, I feel like there's a huge difference between those two da tax brackets, and to make them... To sandwich them together into one fucking ad for whoever the fuck that- for Chevrolet of all fucking people. No, this is the other one. Yeah, I know, but the last one was Chevy too, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even pay attention. I just saw this- Yeah, Equinox. Yeah, I just saw Chevy Equinox. I saw the ad and my, I, I saw red. I was like, what the fuck is this? In the Canadian- In the Canadian dream experience to make us richer. The, what do you mean, make you richer? Like, no! They're most, broke! They they're broke! broke as shit! <laughs> They're eating chips at the I mean, chip you know stand. What? Actually, you know what? That's I'll, a good vibe. Exactly the opposite. I'll bet you they're not broke as shit. That's the whole fucking point. That's probably why they moved. And would move. They probably sold their house and they're like, let's drive around the whole country. We'll drive around the whole country because we have enough money saved up in the bank for it. <clears throat> I like the, I mean, like, <laughs> if... Here's the thing. Like, the guy who can afford the Chevy Equinox probably can't afford to just sell off everything he's got. Are you what? You have enough contingency. Kind of expensive. It's more like the opposite. Like it's more like this guy can buy it, and then he probably has like enough money to like just drop just a coast and be like whatever. Like you fuck this shit. No, I don't think so. There's a difference between have between getting a car. Let's and, see the price of a Chevy. Equinox, yeah, let's get the Chevy. Okay? All right, you pull up the price of Chevy Equinox. I just think that there's a big difference between being able to buy a car and being able to just drop everything and just travel the place and support a family of four on hotels. And probably has takeout because sure shit not doing fucking groceries traveling across Canada no bum fuck they went to a chip stand in the commercial two hundred two hundred two thousand eighteen okay, I was gonna say two hundred thousand fuck uh thirty grand is the highest see it's a thirty thousand dollar car it's like a mid level it's like a mid level sedan why does best. everyone say that if like 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 I've never bought a car. But like when I when I do want to buy a car, I don't want to spend more than like five grand. Like I don't no, understand. No, 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 exactly. What is this mid-level thirty just grand? That's way above level than what I'm used to. I like, just mean mid-level based on like the mar general market. Like there's some that well, are like the general market is fucking 16. retarded if they're driving thirty Gs on a shitty Equinox. Well, like, fair enough. I agree with you. Like I wouldn't want to spend more than ten grand on a car either. But what I'm saying still is valid though. Big difference between dropping thirty-two Gs on a car. And fuck it, let's get rid of the house and quit my job and just travel the fucking country and like pull our kids out of school. It'll be it's great. We'll have a great time. Lit, bro. It's gonna fucking be lit. Dope. I think there's a big difference. I think this ad is stupid. I think all Chevy ads are stupid. They had the other ads. Remember, it's like these are a bunch of real people and not oh, actors. I hate those. Those ads. are fucking. I hate those. And the ads. JD Power because, Award doesn't because, exist because to be hired on a commercial, you have to be at least a background extra, like at least an extra or whatever, like right. what have you. So you can show up and be like, "It's great." Because if you say under three words, they don't have to pay you for talking. That's the biggest thing. Like, so like if they come on and they're like, "What do you think of the car?" I like it. 
I like you it. You just got paid. Boom, perfect. But if it's it's great, you're not getting paid, son. Like you're they, getting nothing. Someone did an expose. They are actors. Yeah. They're actors who've of done course. other commercials. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You you can't get okay. So a Chevy commercial, if we're gonna quantify as a Chevy commercial, you need to work as a union actor. Right. Meaning you've had to have work on other shows, speaking roles, what have you, and you have to be a legitimate actor before right. you can apply for this fucking job. Fair, yeah. So, like, of course they're fucking actors. Like, definitely. Like, it's but nonsense. a lot of people are like, not, like, I hate how the commercial like, not actors. These are not actors. I mean, maybe not good ones, but still. That's, that's not true. That's mean. They're probably great actors. Yeah. That's That's rude. You know what? Maybe they got real talent. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sold doing on commercials. the Chevy. If I'm not doing sold commercials, on the Chevy. and then I would do any narrative stuff. Just saying. I'm not sold on the Chevy, but I'm sure that if you put them in the right setting, you got their skills and talents. Fuck them. Still, <laughs> still, I feel I don't like Chevy. I don't like their commercials, and I'm a commercial guy. Like I like this. One of my coworkers like is a Ford, and she's like, "It's the greatest car," and I'm like, "Really? Like I, all I hear is Fords are shitty." Like. <laughs> Chevys are shitty. Every car is shitty. No one's actually, like, I've never been able to ask someone a car. I'd be like, what, what's your objective opinion? They have to own the car to give a good opinion of it. Like, yeah. no one will be like, Find yeah, I really like Volkswagen. Like, Find me the guy who's owned every car. Like, my uncle's always like, buy a Subaru. I'm like, but you've owned Subarus your whole life. He's like, yeah, they're great. I'm like, but if you don't know how the other ones are, then how will you know that the Subarus are great? Like, I wouldn't go for Subarus. I wouldn't. No. I'm it's a about, huge stereotype, too. Yeah, I don't want to be that, that white guy with a Subaru. Like, fuck me. Like, I want to be the brown guy with a Mitsubishi Lancer. Yeah. yeah. Evo? Uh, no, no, no. Just like the Lancer. Standard yeah. Lancer. The three? Maybe. I don't know which ones. I don't know the fucking model names. I just saw Tokyo Drift one too many I times. I just want a Panda Paint Toronto 88. I have no fucking idea what that is. I would like a pan, Panda. With the, with the tofu decal. Okay, yeah. I was thinking so Panda painted on the side of the car. So, Panda Paint is just black and white. Oh, right, yeah, totally. Yeah, I can um, do that. Bullshit. But, um, it's, it's from an anime called Initial D, where the guy ends up, like, he's, like, he's like a delivery person for a tofu, like, store his dad okay. owns. Nice. And, like, he ends up realizing his dad has, like, the record for, like, the fastest speed down, like, Mount Fuji or something like that. Like, in a car? Yeah, in a car, yeah. Okay, right. So, like, he ends up, like... So it's like a precursor to Tokyo Drift. It's better than Tokyo Drift. It's a <laughs> fucking initial D. It's awesome. Like, so basically, like the Truno eighty eight is like is like a, a right wheel, right handed drive uh, car from nineteen eighty eight, where it's essentially a Toyota, but it's the company, it's the company that Toyota sells under in Japan, right? Which is Truno. Okay. And like this car is freaking sweet. It's fast. It beats everyone in the races. I need it. Nice. Totally. And it's standard. So you can take it down Mount Fuji and look cool while doing exactly. it. Exactly. Because you can't drive down Mount Fuji in automatic transmission. Because no, fuck that cannot. shit. You, you can't have real wheel, rear wheel drive. It's, it's physically shit. impossible to they drive would literally, down Mount they Fuji. Would, a police officer would show up and just arrest you. Yeah, the they would shoot you in the face. Right there. Man, I want to go to a chip stand. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you, winner. All chip stands are closed. I feel like sunroofs are like the equivalent of like a stoner's like like you could look outside, but like the sunroofs are like, dude. Big shock. Big shock. You don't know. Big shock. You get me? Yeah, he said that. 
he said that. Like, and I'm just like, <laughs> yes, guy. Like, yeah, because they're alive, right? Like, that's so weird to me. Dogs are alive. That's so strange. They almost make me uncomfortable sometimes. Like, it's just, like, you're a, a lump. They're little furry spies. <clears throat> That's exactly what it is. Look, see? It's like, okay, so here's Tucker the dog right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's alive. He's like a weird lump. Because he doesn't look like a person, right? He doesn't behave like a person. He doesn't act like a person. He's just, Tucker just is. Given a name, right? That's so weird to me. I think it's fascinating. I think, I mean, do other animals keep pets? Mm. A couple have lived really? Yep. That's fascinating. Right, Tucker? Am I right, Tucker? What do you think, Tucker? <clears throat> what? Yeah, Tuck. I mean, Tucker's, I mean, Tucker's super weird, right? He's. He's like a long lump. He's a very long one. Hubert's a tall lump, but Tucker is a long lump. Are they usually this hairy too? Are they? Yeah, I feel like Dachshunds have short hair for some reason usually. Some of them do. Yeah. All right, Tucker. I mean, you're, you're cool. You you you, pa you gotta pass. You're still fucking weird though. Like you're fucking strange, but. I'll give you a pass. You're gonna knock over my can. You're golden. Hi, uh, guys. Uh, this was... G&T. Hey, hey. <laughs> guys. Uh, this was, this was the, the, the relaxing episode of Gin and Tonic. Gin and... Tonic. Gin and Tonic. We should, like, read the definition for gin and tonic eventually. Like, like what's Webster's definition? Nope. What the original. Not the live version. Bullshit. Oh, here you go. You have full control, my friend. No! No! You, you fucked it. You went and fucked it. Show up to work so fucking trashed, bro.